Hi, this is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you. Again, let me, uh, as I do all the time, ask you to, if you haven't, if I don't have your email address, I would love to have it if you like being notified about these talks. And um, it's much easier for me to to send one email to a list of people than it is to go through all my Facebook contacts one at a time. I've got about 500 of them. So if you could send me your email address to father.danjones at outlook.com, I would love to stay in touch with you that way. Does it seem to you like people have lost their minds? Are they out of their minds? Or do you just not mind? They say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. In this talk, I hope I can help you not to waste your mind, or even worse, to lose it. Do you ever think about your mind? I mean, in the abstract. Your mind, while it may inhabit your body, is really separate from your body. When we say somebody is out of their mind, we usually mean that it looks like their body Maybe their physical actions or the words coming from their vocal cords are not in touch with their mind. Body and mind are two different things. Christianity teaches that when your body dies, and that includes the organ inside your skull called the brain, there is still a you that goes on. Hebrews 9.27 says that it is appointed for man to die once. And after that comes judgment. So if you are able to face judgment before God after your body is dead, there must be something there to face that judgment. That something is the real you. To paraphrase the famous song from the Titanic, your mind will go on. So how is your mind? Maybe like that old country song, said, you've got a worried mind. A lot of people do right now, that's for sure. Here's the thing. Many people are not aware of this fact about their minds. Routine maintenance is required. God has given you the tools to keep your mind in good shape, but you have to use those tools every day, or your mind is liable to fall into a state of serious disrepair. First of all, let me remind you that your mind directs your life. All words and actions are thoughts first. Sometimes thoughts are in your mind for a long time before they issue in actions and words, but issue they will. That's why Proverbs says, watch over your heart, and heart here is talking about what we call the mind, with all diligence, for from it flow the springs of life. Watch over your mind, your thoughts, because what comes out of your life and touches other others starts there in your mind. Let's look at a familiar passage. I, I seem to come back to this one a lot. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, 
that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, first, we are commanded here to present our bodies to God as living sacrifices. In the Old Testament, people brought animal sacrifices to God. Those were dead sacrifices. But now God commands us to present not a lamb or some other animal to him, but our own bodies, and not dead, but as living sacrifices. People are obsessed with their bodies. Some are obsessed with trying to achieve perfect physical fitness. They exercise and follow extremely rigid diets to try and have perfect bodies. You should certainly take care of your body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. But we should not become obsessed with our bodies, which the Bible teaches us are like tents that we will live in for a short time before moving into our eternal houses. Now, some people are obsessed with their bodies nowadays because of their fear of sickness. If you are a Christian, you should not fear sickness. Now, that doesn't mean you can never get sick. It just means that you should give your body to God. Take care of it as he gives you the wisdom to do so, and then don't worry about it. If your body is God's property, you should certainly trust him to do his part to take care of your body. If you take care of your belongings, how much more will God take care of his? Then Paul says not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means don't let the world force you into their mold. It makes me so sad to see how many Christians are letting themselves be molded by the world. We should totally stand out from the world. Our lives and our thinking should be radically different. We are citizens of a heavenly kingdom, not citizens of this failing worldly kingdom. So how do you renew your mind? You renew your mind by filling it with the Word of God. The Word of God must become your daily meditation. You must read it daily. Commit it to memory. Think about it when you go to bed, when you get up, when you go about your daily chores, when you're driving down the road, when you sit in your house, when you sit down to eat. Psalm 1 says of the godly one, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. You want a healthy mind? Fill it with the word of God. Focus your mind every day on God's Word. The Word of God records God's thoughts. When you meditate on the Word of God, you are thinking His thoughts after Him. Nothing you could do will help your mind and renew your mind like thinking God's thoughts. Ephesians 4.23 tells us to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. 
receive the Holy Spirit who will make God's word real to you. He inspired it. He is the one who can communicate its truth to you. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2, 14, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. You must be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then you must daily abide in His Word and meditate in His Word day and night. You may think this sounds somewhat fanatical, but the fact remains that your mind directs the course of your life. The thoughts and assumptions you have are coming from somewhere. Most people are being programmed by the world, most of them by what they see on TV or Facebook. Another factor is that most people just want to blend in. They don't want to be different or be called out, so they easily soak up the world's propaganda. Let me tell you as forcefully as I can, the end result of letting the world program your thoughts is utter destruction. I don't want that for you, and God certainly doesn't want that for you. That's why he gave us this book. Get into it. Soak it up. Pray what's in this book. If you come to God's word with a humble and willing heart, he will open it up to you and make it life to you. One final thing. You must, you must, you must be in a Christian fellowship where the word of God is proclaimed faithfully every week. There's no substitute for that. I'm hearing of more and more Christians who are not in any church anywhere. That's not good. Get on your knees every day and ask God to direct you to that fellowship where you can be strengthened in his word, not entertained, but fed. And by the way, you are in church to bless others too, and not just get blessed yourself. Read Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, and then find somebody to encourage. I want to close with one of my wife's favorite passages of Scripture. It is Philippians 4, 8, and 9. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God, <clears throat> the God of peace will be with you. Father God, I thank you for the peace of God that passes all understanding that you have promised us, Lord. We know that peace only comes as we meditate in your word, as we think your thoughts after you. I pray for those listening to this quiet talk that they will be convicted and inspired to renew their minds with the precious and holy word of God. Oh God, may we have the mind of Christ, as Paul said, Lord. And I pray this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, my friend, please email me and uh, share your email address with me at father.com 
danjones at outlook.com and share this quiet talk with somebody. God bless you.